Yo, as part of this Ramadan's The Can Gets Fit movement, we got a little some some extra for you. As part of this Ramadan's The Can Gets Fit movement, we got a little some some for y'all. This year, we're moving with the Catlon. If you don't know them, they're that giant mega store with over 5,000 different type of products across 7,000 different type of sports. Yep, those guys. All you got to do is whisper the can to any of the staff when you visit the store or if you're shopping online, you could also use our discount code DUKAN10 to get 10% off. For more information, check out the episode description and you'll find all the details you'll need under Decathlon. Welcome to your tribe. You don't listen to the mom. She's busy. She, she's she doesn't want to know where she can shut the fur kids if you're in a mall or if you're in a, if you're in a mall. <laughs> your Let's go. We, are, this is, we started, by the way. I, know, I, want, to, I want to tackle this oh, subject. Enti as a mom. You don't want to know where is the best shut off in town? In my car, when we There's go, when we car? go to, uh, you know, the whole time to listen to a podcast, Baby Shark is playing. Exactly. Ma fi wak, ma fi wak, Baby Shark is everywhere. How do I get my? But kids? maybe my voice is soothing enough. For babies, for that is totally not going to happen. Are babe. you sure? That is the craziest, thing. wild. That, I will try and I will film it. Wait, wait, wait. Akawi's voice turns. They be crazy. Like no, at one no. point. I'm going to make him read. Set, like, I'm going to make you read a children's book. Basic book. Oh, a oh, basic book. We had that idea ages ago. Uh, Muhammad read Akkawi reads. People. Okay. Walla, I... Hush, little baby. No, don't... please don't. No, already. Already, we're like. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum. Auntie How's everyone doing? Rich and chilling. I know the last time we've had you here was, what, three years ago? Three years ago. Yeah, hey, sure. How many time flies? Was it three years ago? Yeah, I think it was three I years ago. I think it was three years I ago. Know. I think Nora was, was like, three oh, years Nora ago. was like one, two years yeah. old. You know, when you become a mom, you just forget track of time and you just like, you don't say 2019. How old was Nora? One? Well, by month. Yeah, and... By month. Sure, one year old. You have to say like, she's 18 months uh, plus. Like you have to mention the month she's born at. You can't just say one year. That's oh, how moms are. No, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. Like my brain is processing like how old my daughter is. But thank you for joining us again on this Ramadan edition with Decathlon, our lovely partners. So, and you know, it comes to sports. We're like, you know what? We know someone that is a champion warrior, one of the winners of Sarah, government games. Stuff. Yes. Sarah <laughs> Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bro. Well done. I was so happy to be there for this. I, I, I managed to come down at least for the first day. Yeah, OT went by himself. No. <laughs> Where were you? Where was no, I? No, we were there. We went down. I couldn't make it. Sorry. And we had whey protein ice cream, which is probably one of my new favorite things. So, yeah. So, OT went for you and the free samples. I didn't know it was there. He did. It's the colorful ice cream? The blue one. The whey protein ice cream? Feels had whey ice cream and it was that blue flavor, that swirly Spirulina blue flavor. It looked so cool. It was really yeah. good. I didn't taste it. Because You're busy competing. competing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Anja, to take a moment to try the ice cream. I will. I will. Tomorrow. <laughs> today, I'm gonna, like today, I'm planning out when I have ice cream. That's so sad. Like as a mom, just while listening to baby shark. ice cream time while listening to baby shark. While listening to baby. And shark. you could take Nora and them and tell them this is the same protein that baby shark has. And then, like, well, like baby shark is more for Hamad. Nora's like, yeah, oh, she's, older she's now. older now. Like, now she's, she's like, cool. I want to see how they make, I don't know, like, sand. Like, what? Like, you know, the colored sand. And, and oh, that's pretty cool, Sarah. I remember she, we used to do that as kids. Now I don't know how to do it, but I would love to do that again. But I missed our activities when we were kids. Like, we had a lot of things to experiment with. Now it's like, slime. Like, everything oh, yeah. has a slime that's uh, true. kit. And it's a mess. And it's smells weird and it's, and it's sticky and it sticks to everything and you're like la la 
let's not buy anything right now. Wallah, but I miss it. Like we had a lot of, uh, I don't know, what are the things you remember from our childhood that we used to like? Counter-strike. Counter-strike? Wow, that's your team. He went straight for that. Yeah, he like went straight for that. You skipped way ahead. Hey, like I used to play Gumban. I don't know if you guys uh, remember fire, yeah, Of course, yeah. the boomerang. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Don't you worry. Have, like, explain to our time, audience. Probably. To explain to our audience okay. what the game is. It's worm. Gumba is the new version of worms. Sorry. It was worms. Yes, but it was online. That's the OG yeah, version. It was yeah. So worm was never available online. You're playing. You know, I think was it five against five or was it four against four? Yeah, something like that. Anyways, there were like different options, but basically you choose your. Um, Armor? Yeah. Or, or you choose you like… No, you choose your avatar. Your avatar. Not this, is it no, the your boomerang? Is, is it the rocket guy? Is it the one multi laser? Galat, galat. Okay, avatar <laughs> is your look. Listen. Okay, <laughs> as a character. Here we go. The armor or like what you're going to fight in is not your avatar. So what's your just clothing. what's your character? So the boomerang avatar. guy… A boomerang guy is so, not wait, the character. The, you have like the bridal costume. That's your avatar. That's the costume of your uh, character or avatar. Because then you Wait. make money in the game okay, and then you get the gold. Fine, so to interrupt us, what is the Akawi version of a Reemsplain? Well, there isn't but one. But it's not, not Reemsplain. This is speaking. facts. This is facts. Reem oh, doesn't see, say facts. Reem says no, stuff no. that Reem comes up with. I, I say am. facts. First of all, no, no. I need to defend myself in my honor. They're facts. Everything I say is facts, but they're just connected together in a special way. That's all. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm it's just the saying. way our brain works. Uh, you know, it's different than you. Akawi's like one plus one equals two. But if like. Three minus <laughs> yeah. So this bridal gown avatar <laughs> that you're <laughs> you're 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 kidding. But I made money off Gumball, by the way. Listen. We used to sell accounts. You know that what is you... very sketchy, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know you're into guys this that... business while you were like what twelve? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. You were hustling. We yeah. one would hope that your children were, are yeah. going to be as entrepreneurial I as I was. One, one would hope. I one think I, hope. I I didn't. You forgot that people used life. to just want to buy that full account that had all the armors of kill shades. I will tell you the complete truth, and I very you bought those accounts. Not, like, I'm going to be ashamed, but I remember we had like a group of girls. Like we have, we know a guy has like a lot of, and the girl's like, hi, can I play with you? And you know how, many minak, you get him to send you all the stuff. Game. Game recognizes game. That's I'm what glad I'm we have that. I'm glad we have that. <laughs> Is that going to be part That's of the highlight? That's just how things work. You know, back in the day, we didn't even know each other's names. I think we have to mention what was this. Your, what was your nickname? I don't, oh, I remember. But I don't want to say it, it online. Go for it. <laughs> Calm down. Call it show exclusive. I, my, go. My Zero nickname judgment. was Sabicha. Huh? Sibicha. Sibicha? <laughs> really? If anyone got hustled by Sibicha and Gumbound back in the day, you know, we got her. Wow. But it was so funny. Like, if you come to think about it, back, like, That's we didn't, we, we couldn't mention our names, right? Like, right. there's no, not even like Amel Murad, Amel. Like, my first name, no one knew it. We just played as characters and like, we didn't even have like MSN to talk to one another in terms of like, we don't add random people on MSN, right? Oh, we don't. So, surprisingly. <laughs> well, I don't know about a guy's life back she in the day, right. but yeah, yeah, we were yeah. yeah, yeah. hustle we people like no, that, okay? No. Hustle. 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 I feel like you're the kind of people who had like weird invites with people you didn't know and you added every person in that no, invite. Yeah, yeah, of course. No. 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 <laughs> if we didn't go to school together, I, I don't know you. Yes. Uh, I want... And this is the funny thing because I went to like an English first school. That's how I differentiated. Everybody I spoke to in English, were from school. Everyone. All my friends that I spoke to in Arabic, Malfarid. <laughs> I loved MSN. You could know exactly how everyone felt by their names, by their nicknames. Because oh. they don't know they used to write like song lyrics. Right. You know, yeah. like, right. baby, turn around. That's his whole name. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole name, bro. What was your... Okay, before we go back to sports, I really need to know this. What was everyone's... Uh, what's it called? Email. Oh, I, oh, no. We're, we're no, 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 no. Right it's, it's only no. these four. Yeah, we go and then we get into sports. I think, like, I'll start, I'll start. Mine. It was what goes up underscore must come down at hotmail.com. Oh, I no. <laughs> I don't remember mine. I think politically, it. everyone remembers bad. it. Politically, I like, I, if, to be politically correct, I cannot say my email, <laughs> to be honest. I have a feeling I can't either, but I'm truthfully, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I can't remember it. I swear to God. I'm so sorry. Just to see that this is the only halal person here, because I didn't do. I'm pretty sure not, I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to say yeah. what mine was, but truthfully, I cannot remember it. I will remember it in the middle of the show. I I Whoever remembers the middle of the show, just go around. Now, right. let's go back <laughs> to the topic <laughs> of the show. I'm and while we're here, tell us government games, take us through everything. Wallah, 
it was it was a journey. So I have to explain uh, right from the get go that I've wanted to compete in government games like since year one. So it's been like four years in the making. Year one, they had no F3 team and I didn't work in government. I kind of, uh, I already uh, resigned from, I used to work in DIWA, which is the Bioelectricity and Water Authority. So I resigned and then suddenly we have this amazing competition where government entities are competing. I'm like, right, great. They waited for you to just, just for a little bit of background, government games in the UAE is a massive like ninja warrior competition that began initially between government entities. But then in I think it was year one where it was open to the whole community. And you don't know what the obstacle course looks like until the day the, yeah. until you get one trial or whatever. And this thing is amazing. The build, the anticipation. So I mean, the award if the, you win. If if you win, yes. But the point is, Amal, you were in government office, so you could technically compete, but then you resigned. Yes. So you technically could not compete. I technically but what was what was interesting is that like uh I was chosen to be in the MC for the first year. Right. So I was part of it, but wasn't part of it. So like I'm like talking about the games and I'm cheering for the different teams, but in my head I was like, I wish I was competing with you yeah. guys. Do you uh, not get to say that as an MC? I no, I, I don't, no, I don't think so. Like, I'm trying to be a little serious, uh, telling people the score, oh, yeah. strategy. I would have let everybody know how I feel. Oh gosh! <laughs> uh, so it was it was nerve wracking to be honest. Like so, I was the MC. I think I they got me in because I was an expert in the sport, um, and I was like maybe the only to be honest, not even the expert. I was the only um, you know Emirati in the field, so I could like be more critical about what strategies people are taking during the game. So I understood the sport as a whole. Um, and then second year comes along and they, they started an F3 team. So F3, which is Faza's team, which is Sheikh Hamdan bin Muhammad bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to challenge the other governmental entities by having his own team and like making them kind of know what, what the they caliber should, or like the caliber of like, or like to push them to work a little bit harder and not just, you know, I felt like, oh, I felt the course is. itself is a is a challenge. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. I think if you're not year. fit, you can't. You cannot. There's no way no. you're gonna make it through the first round of this course yeah. if you have if you are unfit. Yeah. It's this is not why possible. Khan will never have a team. I, no, no, that would be what? so cool. Suck and speak for yourself, okay? Me and OT are killing it. I'm going to compete in government. They make it look so easy too. Like the people that compete in that sometimes, they make it look so like watching Emmett perform, bro. I was seeing like flips and dives and all kinds of things going down. She made it look so easy. And I'm like, I could do that. And then the next day I tried to do a couple of things in the gym, like, oh. It's it's a different kind of workout. <laughs> it, it is a different like I I always tell people this. It's like the things like parkour, sports like parkour. It's a result of being fit. Like you you have to work on strength and conditioning separately yeah. in order to do things like parkour. Like if someone comes to me at the gym and is like, I just want to do parkour. I'm like, no. I need to make sure your knees are strong, your right. back is mm -hmm. strong. Are you able to take impact? Is your ankle uh, mobile enough so that you don't hurt yourself if you land weirdly? So it's like there are so many things that you have to build as a base before you take up certain sports. Fair. Um, and, um, and I feel like people underestimate that. I'm glad government games came out because like when, it, when I first started parkour, if I go to an interview, I hate saying this, but like, People are so demeaning when it comes to my sport. Uh, yeah, mm. parkour is considered like play. Yeah, like a child's sport. Like an activity. But if you've ever tried it once, it, it is so difficult as yeah. a sport technically. Yeah. But then creatively, it open it fires up neurons in your brain that I just don't think other sports do. You have to build pathways through nothing. Like, like through, and through everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, very tough. Or sometimes you just take the stairs. <laughs> Can we use parkour? Like, well, some, some some of my I took a couple of parkour lessons. I'm like, bro, I'm like, shufi. Like, there's stairs. Okay, Why should okay. I like jump off the scene? But Worst case from scenario. Well, I, I saw a video. Well, it was so nice. There was a parkour athlete. <laughs> going down um, the stairs. There was a fire in a building and he was able to save someone because he could get on top of the building uh, First of all, stairs. I believe this. Well, I wish he's my neighbor because I was telling my other neighbor, next time there's a fire, you come to my house first, you take a couple of shoes. And you go down. You don't need to leave. Of course, bro. If I were you, I'd throw them out at the balcony and get down and hope they're there. It's like time. Oh, hope they're there. Gone. Yeah, exactly. Just ask your left. You're asking to get robbed.
to to the point of what, uh, parkour as a sport, like your post yesterday was very interesting. I think it was yesterday you well, put up on Instagram about, about like comparing parkour to like the ninja yes. warriors, stuff, right? Yes. Because I get it. it when there's when you already develop um, a challenge, like a, a construct in front of me that I have to get from point A to point B and like figure all that out. That's already designed like in the ninja warrior structure. Like I know, okay, X Y Z muscles. This is the way to go through this. Like you already can plan something yeah. in your head, right? Whereas to your point, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, was that with parkour, you actually got to create a route that doesn't exist. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, right? that's fair. It's that's true. fair. So like, um, I don't know if you saw, actually the winners of the community category, the first two teams were actually parkour athletes. Yeah. Just saying, just saying. But it's because <laughs> we, we find different ways of overcoming obstacles, right? Mm. So it's like, let's say you have obstacles right in front of you. Sure, the goal is to be efficient and to go through it very quickly. But I will find maybe 10 ways of overcoming this in different ways. And I'm going to, uh, sometimes I time myself and see which way is the fastest way. With, ah. with OCR, it's much different. Like you said, like things are more set up and it's more rigid in the sense where you, it's grip, it's hanging. Like I don't see swinging that much in OCR. Maybe Ninja a little bit more. Ninja Warrior is also different than OCR. What's the what's OCR stand for? And what's so the uh, OCR is obstacle course racing. Um, if you know uh, races like Spartan, Tough mm. Mudder, the majority of the race is mostly running. So endurance is one of the prerequisites. And when I talk about endurance, I'm talking about marathon running more mm. than it is about sprinting. With things like parkour, there's short bursts. Like yeah. the, the route can take you two minutes. And that's like a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. While someone is doing like a three kilometer between every obstacle, which is mostly what Spartan does, yeah. where there's a lot of running. So a lot of the people who are in OCR do are runners. Um, and they work on things like grip. Like you'll see a lot of their workouts is like working on nunchucks, uh, mm. working on monkey bars. So they're very they're very specific in what obstacles are going to have are are going to appear in the race itself. With parkour, you don't know. Like I could take you outside, and this is something that I've experienced myself. Like we are a group of athletes. We go outside sometimes when the weather is nice, and we start training outdoors. And you see the people who have done OCR and the people who have done even ninja are like, okay, but what do I do? Like mm. what? So with parkour, you're kind of like seeing what path you can take. What can you? Uh, experiment with and I think that's like so much fun so much fun because like you can literally you use the city as your playground yeah mm. right and you're not um, limited with how you can train and I yeah. think that's like right. the biggest reason why I started parkour to begin with where I just wanted to train everywhere and anywhere and how helpful was that through government games like when you when you so like you said like we mentioned that in government games you don't know the route until the day off or the yeah. day before so did you have kind of a different uh oh moment than everyone else because you're like everyone's like uh oh then you're like uh oh but I yeah can do this, yeah I can do that okay or like but again we were very so there are rules right there are some things that you couldn't do and I feel like if I could do certain things I would have gone through it faster so but again right. this is why there's a difference between like OCR and like uh, parkour yeah so like for me there for example one of the one of the, the challenges was like you had this weird pulley yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and you needed a rope to kind of take you across where someone's hanging on the rope and it takes you from one point to the other so one person's doing this pulley thing while the other one's hanging and you're taking that person to the other side of the obstacle like if it were for me i'm just gonna swing across like yeah. i'm just gonna yeah. hold the rope that's true and use my legs to swing across but that wasn't allowed during the competition but easily would have saved me like 40 seconds <laughs> like probably more Probably but more. also shout out to the girl that was on your team that was that was spinning that pole. Yeah, up. we were stepping on top of each other. Yeah. By yeah. the way, you were the only team that did that. Yes, yeah. we're short. <laughs> yes, but brilliant. No, no. We used each other's backs as yeah. as a as a stepping ladder to to yeah. reach it. Yeah, it's fairly also, high. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but it was genius what you did. No, well done. And the girl that was that was um. I think it was Shad. Around, that, uh, yeah, I yeah, it was yeah. She, yo, at, there was a point where she was just like one handed. Pull like it, cranking like, it, cranking this thing. I'm like, yo, that that that's a workout yeah. and a half. Like, and and again, impressive. teamwork, right? I think what the differentiates, uh, like parkour, is more of a solo sport. But when it comes to like government games, you're a group. Like, yeah. you can work together, which makes it easier, to be honest. Because like, as a short girl, there are a lot <laughs> of things I can't yeah. do versus someone who's taller than me. Like, I don't know if you know Coach Giselle in, in Gravity, where yeah. I coach, um, basically. 
he's really tall. Like yeah. I would say 180 plus. And like he reaches things like walking and I have to like fully jump to reach. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like you find different ways to use your body um, and you kind of, you appreciate your strengths. <laughs> Even you though get there. <laughs> you get there. But uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is you actually had made the team once, yes. but then you 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 made the team, but then yes. you couldn't compete. Yeah. That was year three. That was uh, last year. Yeah, last year. So what? Well, so uh, going back to the journey of Olympic <laughs> Games, what happened was that first year. Which kid are we blaming, Ella? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which kid are we blaming? Well, technically <laughs> both. <laughs> technically both. Well, second year I was just postpartum. Uh huh. Third year, um, I was training with Hamdullah. I was. Uh, picked to be on F3 team uh, and I made it. Uh, we were training. It was like three days before the competition, but you know, COVID happened mm. and they had to postpone it. Mm. I think it was postponed like two months or three months. Yeah. And during that time, I got pregnant. Okay, so <laughs> when I got pregnant with Hamid, my second baby, uh, yeah, it, it changed a lot of things. Let yeah. me just say. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, I got the call back. They're like, are you excited? They announced the new date and I was like, I cannot be there. And I had to tell people I was pregnant during that time. Um, it really, okay, it shifts your priorities for sure. 100%. But it's still yeah. in the back of my head that I wanted to do it. Yeah. I still mm. wanted to. Um, so that, that's why uh, when I gave birth, my ultimate goal was just training for government games. Like I had less than a year to train. I think I had nine, 10 months till the tryouts. And then I had 11 months till the games. So postpartum, it was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was a lot. It that was is, a lot for you. That is very, very demanding. overwhelming. Very overwhelming. But I, I'm glad I had something to push me. Yeah, mm. definitely. I, I, it's always good to have something, especially with something as big as government games. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like a small goal that you wanted. You wanted government games, even not just government games, the F3 team in government games yeah. and also in government. And so I think you hit three on three, Habiti. You did. Bravo. You did it. Bravo. Yeah, we're so proud of you. But also, question. I mean, you're talking about training for triads and then training for government games itself. Yes. That's almost like 20, 21 months worth of prep. Well, yeah. Like, if you come to own think it, about own it. Own it, 100%. Yeah. Don't be yeah. humble about it. What you did is amazing. It's a, it. it's a lot. Like, you have to think, when when you get the call to be on His Highness's team, you have to, they want you to be ready. Yeah. It's like okay. you're not coming in and be like, I'll try out and get stronger while I'm no, trying no, no. out. No, you're ready. Yeah. Like you have to be there. You show up. You show up. Ready. They, like every day is a test if you think about it. Like you have to prove yourself. And to be honest, it's it's an honor to be on the team to begin with. So like going into it and you're not fit, I think is like, mm. what are you doing? Yeah, right? that's a tough place for you to be, isn't it? So like preparing mentally to be challenged in different ways and to also like show up every day yeah. is a lot. Yeah. I think emotionally, I wow. was... And as a mom. Yeah, you went through a lot. I, I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you yeah. did go through a lot. And as a mom with two very young kids, like... Babies. Babies. Yeah. But this mm. is the cornerstone. I think every athlete, every person, it's not every person who decides they're going to move their body has to face this basis of sports psychology. The mm. mindset of fear, the mindset of anxiety, yeah. the champion's mindset that you have to grow into, which is, I belong here. Somehow I'm going to find my way and I'm going to belong here. And I watched you go through, like you could write a textbook <laughs> on sports psychology after listening to ML go through the things that she went through. It's like yeah. one thing after the other, uh, you know, go back and, and rebound and an go empath. back and like, rebound. There are points where I think you were… It's like you oh, were training with her. Guys, I want, I want government games. Liam sends me voice notes and I'm crying in the middle of the yeah, night listening to her voice notes. Well, and uh, listen, let me tell you. I won government yeah, games. Tell us your journey. Tell us your journey in government games. No, no. I just wanted to… For me, it was important for you to be there because… Uh, a lot of the girls on the team are younger than you. That's the first thing. Yeah. And it was important for me to… And it, then for generations of women… I grew, I didn't grow up in the when in the Arab, the Arab part of me didn't see other moms compete. Like, did you see your mom compete like in sport? No, like even when you get married, they're like, "Kalas, yeah, why yeah. Are you want to do this. Like, I think you're you're a housewife. Yeah, you, like you have responsibilities." And I'm just like, "Why? Why can't I be an athlete and a mom yeah. and a wife?" Exactly. And so that it was so important for me to just let you know. That this was for Nora. For yeah. Nora to be able to see her mom do what she's built to oh do. Oh my God. Please. You know what I mean? No, I know. <laughs> I, but it matters. It matters to me. It matters yeah. to women. Because 
at the end of the day, we were not allowed to be in the game generations yeah. before us. Well, like true. one or two generations before us, there was no Why two? women. Just one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, literally one yeah. generation. Right? So for, for us, not only when I when I went to see you, by the time, like we always said, one foot across the starting line and you're, you're a champion already. Yeah. Because Nora gets to see you do this thing. We never really saw our moms yeah. do or whatever, which is compete in sport at a world-class level. Yeah. You're at, you're on his highness's team. You were ready before you were ready. But, you know, but and getting there is yeah. yeah, the uh, journey. And Michelle, you'd cry, then Reem would cry, then she'd call me crying. And I'm like, yo, I'm, what, <laughs> but what's he happening? It. He said, enough of this. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> enough. enough with the it emotion. Uh, it was emotional. It the was moment very that was truly very emotional that I've witnessed. I mean, Reem crying on the phone, I've, I've learned to deal with Tuesday night, but, bro. Tuesday night. <laughs> exactly. To Taco Tuesday, but, I'm crying. But the one that was truly emotional at government games was seeing your dad carrying Nora on his back and Nora's holding a sign <laughs> with your name on it. That's so cute. With Yo, your name on it. That was such a moment. It was. It was. Uh, I feel like I, the biggest reason why I'm so proud of myself is because of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, my daughter, um, I, I always made a rule. Like, I wouldn't force my daughter into something she doesn't like. Um, I know like in a lot of cases, us growing up, we were pushed into things we didn't like. Like, yeah. I don't want to be the kind of mom who's like, I'm into sports, so you're into sports. Right. Like, you know, um, but like I, I wanted to show her like that you can, if you work hard, you can reach wherever you want to. And I feel like even for her, like she took a second. And I remember one of the games I fell and then she's like, <gasps> right. and then I got back up and she's like, oh, mama's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's okay to fall. It's okay to fail. Yeah. It's okay. But as long as you... So I feel like it sparked something in her as well. Hamed's mm. too young. Like Hamed was no. there was like, where am I? Like, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hamed was, he's not even he's a like, year old. There are life lessons. There are life lessons in her just witnessing just you go through there. this process. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Which and, is amazing. And also like, what part of it is, what people don't realize is the game itself is constructed for you to lose. Yeah. So there were, there were a few of the rounds where you guys didn't make time or, yeah. you know, you just couldn't, it was too challenging. But that doesn't mean you lost, in fact, you still won the yeah. whole thing. And I think there's a deep life lesson in that somewhere to see like, okay, maybe this round you didn't make it, but you have to show up to the next one yeah. and the next one and the next one. And it's also the strategy behind sports. It's not yeah. just uh, being fit. There's also a mental kind of strategic Yo. way when you come into competitions like that and understanding when to exert Full power, timing, who's going to do what. It's not just, yellow. we're all fit, let's do it. No. Well, you know, no. I see that no, when Akawi plays paddle, by the way. You are so strategic. After you do the, you know, uh, what is it? The the stretches. Akawi yeah. does this. You know, you know, I want to see you. You know how LeBron has a routine with the, the talk before a game? Akawi <laughs> <laughs> has his own thing and, and paddle, you It's know? like a lot of stretching. <laughs> There's a lot of things. I want to see. You know what? You know what? My, my body's my temple. I have stretching before. You know, I have bands, you know, some knee work. It's not old age. But... The I oldest person the on the F3 team just spoke. Oh, Alain. It's called... Ramadan, Ramadan. Sorry, sorry. sorry. But... Remove that section. But when Akawi's... Because uh, as you may or may not know, Akawi is actually a formidable paddle player. Like, not I've a joke. I've seen no. Walla, like, not a joke. Uh, intimidating on his... Yo, like, he Walla, but yeah. the way that he calculates the geometry of everything and I see him look at the players yeah. and his... his calcul <laughs> No, I mean this in a, in a really great way because it's not what I do. Yeah. Akawi calculates from the moment the game begins and I see that happening and I recognize that strategy because yeah. you do lose in like I not yeah. lose the you whole game lose. you lose no, no. Your first of all. <laughs> I want to, wow. I want to let you know I that did not think that's where this was going Lana you're a loser Whatsoever. in the game you're a loser in the game <laughs> but a winner but in a life, winner in life. <laughs> no, no, how did it go how did it go no, well, <laughs> Akawi, I've seen, I haven't been to any of your games to be honest but I see when you post yeah. online I'm like Wait, I don't know this account. Right? You know, like you, you're in your zone. Yo, right? it's a completely different person. It's like it's like well, the, the 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 New Zealand rugby team. They have the haka. Hey, I can't always I press love the before haka. before a game. It's almost the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's intimidating. He's intimidating his opponents. But I feel like that's what's interesting. Like I think people don't realize I'm a different person when I'm an athlete as well. Like sometimes yeah. I laugh when I panic, but it's just part of my uh, mechanism. But I feel like getting into the mindset of being an athlete, like. 90% of the time when you're training, you're not comfortable. Yes. 
You're completely uncomfortable. Like maybe the 10% is like you're having a good day, but that's one in 30 days. And you hit that endorphin hit yeah, in the no, middle I'm of the workout. Nothing, zero. It's, no. it's a lot. Like yeah. to get, and then going on game day, just hyping. What, what do you and tell you yourself? Death what are do you tell you're yourself? Yeah. Huh? What do you tell yourself when you're there? Like, let's say you're like in a rough spot. What are the things like affirmations? That you <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I, can't, I feel like he says it's go time or something like the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, what did, uh, what no, did the Ninja Turtles say? That's what Akawi says. Wow. Like, <laughs> I know some people like switch off, right? Some people switch off completely. Yeah. Like I feel I'm still a person that keeps like saying something over. Like I know, for me, I'm like, inshallah khair, inshallah khair, or whatever. <laughs> but like some people, dead silent in their head. Like, I know well, it's a mix. It's either dead silence or I give myself uh, uh You've worked for this. For no, 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 oh. yani, no. I give myself crap in terms of like, crap? Yani, oh. no, don't, don't let. Yani, even if you're losing or if, if it's uh, if it's not an ideal kind of match, I go like, there's no point in quitting now because yani, you're, you're yani, there. So you're negative there. reinforcement. You know uh, so you're saying Almost. don't quit, like don't yeah, quit. No, so you're don't pragmatic. Go yani, it's a everything you're doing, it's, pragmatic. Yeah, even if right? it's just the game, like, like, you need to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I mean, for me, it's not with competitions, but like every, I'm, I'm very every last rep matters kind of person with my training, and. If you ever see me in the gym, I look like a crazy person because I talk to myself a lot, especially towards the end of my You're run. You're just like, you I know? can do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no. So it's easy. I say that a lot. And you say light work, light work, light work. I love that. It's yeah. easy, light work. You hear me saying those a lot. Or then if I'm planning the reps, like I'd walk away from it, especially when like I'm doing plyometrics or things that are… You need to go away and come back. Yeah, yeah. Right? So as I'm walking around, like you'll see me talking to myself. Like I walk up, I'm like, okay, it's easy. It's just the dynamics so the structure and this is how it's going to go. And I got to like pivot my legs this way. So like yeah. I'm mentally… Visualizing yourself. The, yeah, the, right. the process of completing yeah. a certain movement, right? And that's how it usually takes like… That's the, the narrative in my head. The process. And I have to… I'm not like, that nice to myself. No, no. Nah. And I'm very vocal. Uh, like, that's not, very interesting. You guys are. You guys are. All this training you've been doing, or coaching, or waking up and doing it, just don't do it and go enjoy it. <laughs> 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 just go have a friendly match and saying, Why are you doing all this? Well, first of all, let me tell you. Wow. Beats you. That's let me tell you about my technique. This is my technique. I wake up, I warm up a little bit. I'm not not as well as I should. Like I'm not an act. Can we warm up? I begin crying from the first rep till the last tear leaves at the last rep. Okay, and then you trash talk. I tell myself, I'm you. You. I don't want to say the get over your. I'm like, yeah, just, just do it. And then sometimes I'll and then go. Then she sees that vein in her trap and she remembers why she's doing it. I have she's a like, strange, I have yeah. a war cry. I go, huh? Huh? Yeah, the, you'll hear it in the, the gym. And then, you'll hear it all over her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> just, huh? 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 And, it's and now I'm going to notice it. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. unnotice it. Now you'll never unhear it, by the way. You'll when I feel it. anxiety in my chest, I say that and it seems to just Relief. go away as a distraction. But yeah, for the most part, I wear all uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And then suddenly, endorphins. And you feel... Better. Okay. Yo, we're going to take a quick break so I can, we can chill. Reem can update our Shatov report and I'm going to get some water and we shall be right back. See, we believe that your fitness journey and building better habits ain't got to end with the holy month. So we partner with One Beat to give you the special discount. They're offering all our listeners a 15% discount across all class packages. Simply, all you got to do is visit the website, onebeatdxb.com. Select your favorite package, 5, 10, 15, or 20 classes, and put in our promo code DGF with one beat. DGF for Dukan Gets Fit with W-I-T-H, the number one, and B-E-A-T on checkout to get to enjoy a 15% discount. Check out the classes, get your health in check, and have a great time, y'all. For more information, check out the episode description and you will find all the details you need under One Beat DXB. Welcome to your tribe. Yeah. Better exactly. about everything. Once you hit that yeah. shower, oh, but you're all three different. of you. All three of you are very technical. In so are you? Like, yeah. uh, which I appreciate. Like, I feel like when I see you in your zones, even when you're training, like I can see what's happening in your brain. Like, yeah. which uh, this is the way I feel like we should train. Like, I feel like you need to be mindful. Like, you yeah. can't yeah. just do things. No, no. Because someone's telling you to do At things. All. So there's a few things I've I've learned in this journey over the past few years. First off, is that starting, and then. Starting is the hardest thing. And I get it. Everybody says that. But no, like the, what makes it hard is there's a, moment, there's a sense of intimidation. Like you're afraid of the pain that you're going to put your body through. But also you're afraid of looking like an idiot in the gym. Yeah. But also you're afraid of like, would I not be able to commit to this? So like there's layers of fear and anxiety and like discomfort and insecurities that come to life. Yeah. Also, yeah. you don't, especially if you're starting when 
like in my case, I went from being very fit in high school to the, then getting becoming really overweight and not happy in the way yeah. clothes fit. So then there's that discomfort as well. Of like, oh, I don't want to deal with this and be that guy in the gym. And like, I feel like I look super awkward. Right? Oh, I you mean, like, like when you're when you were overweight, you didn't yeah, want yeah, that. Like you but wanna, our generation, there was a big gap. We were all fit in high school. We were all yeah. into sports, and then nothing. Completely. Like we yeah. graduated, nothing, and then we become <laughs> adults. And we're like, oh, that. Why don't we go back? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But see, I blame that on gaming. Yeah, I don't, realize, I don't blame that. We didn't because when play we, when that we, many when, games. When we hit university, there was that whole kind of computers, gaming, yeah. games. Uh, Say yeah. games one more time because it's just gaming. There was a lot of things that just made us sit yeah. down. No, like, I think it was much more for, for women. I think we we were dealing with social constructs. Like yeah. now you're dealing with, okay, where do I fit in the world? And that, and unfortunately, sport is not always an option. They don't no. look, we don't look, you have to carve your way in sport, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but, I, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful yeah. women like yeah. you have done it. I'm grateful no, that I, you know, yeah. the one thing, if you ever want to excel in sports, just say, don't let Akkawi be better than you. In your head, just be like, I like, I like it. it. Yo, if that helps say that, man. <laughs> I'm mad people. If that helps say that. That's how I won government games. That's how she won government games. That's how she won government games. And that's how I won government games. Do you have her bank account to send her half of your... No, no, no. I did it for the sport. I did it for the sport. For the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Like you said, it's a layering that you have to unpeel. and Completely. By yourself. And like, more than anything else, I think any form of fitness or exercise, you're constantly facing yourself and facing your insecurities every single day. And it's just a constant reminder of that. That's what you're there to do. Yeah. There's a point, I think, for a lot of people when you're beginning, it's like, oh, I'm here to lose weight or I'm here to gain muscle. So it's a physical yeah. target. And then halfway through, it stops being, well, it doesn't stop. But like, there's a point where the mental part takes, takes over, over. Yeah. where it's like, I'm having a horrible time. I need to go sweat it out or I need to go run yeah. or I need to go punch a bag or I need to just pull as heavy as I can. I just need to feel something physical that distracts yeah. my mental and emotional yeah. You know, you. But I don't necessarily. Let me tell you, like I don't necessarily agree with us using sports as an outlet in terms of like, um, I'm feeling bad mm. and I need to go train or like because that's how a lot of us started. Yeah. And I feel like it can create an unhealthy correlation with fitness to and, some extent. And it also doesn't help you work out properly. Fair. No, because Fair. like I, I I hear it a lot, and I yeah. I am one of those people. Like sometimes when I'm having a really you know, I just want to go for a run to clear my mind. Like, yeah. but again, like when it comes to your health, you are not always going to feel good and you're, and sometimes you're going to feel great yeah. and you still have to put in the work. And you still like, got to yeah. do it. Like, yeah. so I, I know a lot of people are like, I feel fit, but you're continuously needing to work on yourself even if you It feel doesn't fit, end. Even well, but that's, that's why like, I was grateful for one of the trainers I had because like, it's like, look, if we're going to work together, you need to understand after a few months, I'm going to let go. You yeah. got to make this a life thing for you. You got yeah. right? to commit. commit. It's for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's not just for today. And that kind of commitment, became, like, it just, it took a minute to sink in because it wasn't about fitting in certain clothes anymore or yeah. specific things. It's about, you know. How do I make this work How do I me? make this work yeah. every day if I need to? Yeah. Right? But there is and something. age into it. Yeah. And that was yeah. the other thing. And the idea of aging into it, stop becoming about how heavy or how strong necessarily yeah. I am doing things. But as a matter of, Am I doing it correctly? Is my form correct? Is my body yeah. movement correct? Because at 70, and if you still want to be weight training, you cannot be messing about with form. And it, yeah. that became sort of very critical for me. And yeah. mobility. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, one of the things that I think we don't say, and I wish people would say it more often, um, I know that we are for athletes. Like we are people who tend to lean more athletic. But when I'm at the gym, and I know I can speak for us uh, in this circumstance, I am more proud and more impressed when I see somebody who is overweight, who doesn't feel so well, and they show up at the gym that day and you can see it. I'm more mm -hmm. impressed at them than whoever is lifting, who I've seen at the gym the whole time, every like every day. Sometimes when we're at the gym, we don't even see each other anymore because yeah. we're just focused on whatever our zone. own goals are. But when someone walks in and you know it's their first or second day at the gym and it's terrifying, it's you know that feeling, right? I am more proud of that person and more impressed of that person than I am of myself and the people who I see all the time. So if you're intimidated, 
don't be. We're more impressed that you showed up because we know, like, we know really, how much We've work been it there. takes. I'll yeah. be more impressed if they show up seven days. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and like, we seven days. Yeah, but you can't say impressed because they showed up on the first day because they might yeah, go, you know what, true. I'm sore, I'm not gonna come back. They'll come back exactly. But it's still not seven days. But at least, but at least, like, be consistent. I'll be proud of them when they're consistent. I didn't train seven days a week. I mean, like, consistent. What I can't always looking for is consistency. But for me, sometimes it's that first one, that first step in the gym because it's really intimidating. But consistency is just as hard as the first step. Yeah. Like, I remember… It's harder. I was reading… One of the athletes that I was following also gave birth. And I remember she wrote something and it really resonated with me. And she said, I was putting in the work since day one. So she went to the gym for four or five days a week, basically, for a good 10 months. She didn't see a difference in her body until like maybe the seventh, eighth month being postpartum mm. and yeah. all that. And when she saw, that's when people started recognizing her work. And she's like, no, I've been putting in the work. But just no because my body yeah. changed doesn't mean I haven't been putting in the work. Like yeah. it takes a long time to see like basically the result of your training, especially as a mom, especially as someone who hasn't trained before, even as an athlete, it takes so long for your body to adapt because you've built a base and you have to continuously challenge your body to see a difference. So I feel like consistency is very underestimated uh, and people don't realize like how long it takes. So I remember she was having a breakdown and the person who told her, oh, you've been putting in the work. She's like, yes, I have, but this is the first time someone someone gave Yeah, But it's because we keep waiting for someone to tell us you've been putting in the work. No, you put in the work regardless. Yeah, like, it's true. So it's it's very hard because I feel like at one point when you don't get that external validation, you give up. Yeah. Right? Right. You're, we keep waiting for that. Am I doing enough? Uh, am I seeing results? It's like, this is for life. Like you're, n- you're not waiting to fit into a wedding dress. You're, you want this to be your forever. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think we need to, we need to remind people of that. I, when someone comes to me at the gym and they want me to be a personal trainer, for example, I rarely accept someone wanting to do a one month with me. Like, mm. I tell them like, sure, I can teach you the basics of form and I can help you on your way, but that's not, you're not going to benefit. With, no. Like, to be honest, very, and like in that month, you might skip two days for personal reasons or whatever it is, but I'm like, if you really want to see results, let's commit to like a six month plan. Yeah. And then we can talk. Like, yeah. and it's not like about, a lot of people can't afford it, yeah. which makes complete sense. But I tell them, even if you're not with me, you have to commit to a longer period than a freaking month. A hundred percent. You know, I think, I think, and it's, it's even to us personally, and even people is that when you, when you talk to someone about their fitness journey or like how they train or what their goals are, everyone goes like, bro, don't worry. I'm my number one critique. Yeah, yeah we that's true. But what people need to start doing is that we need to be our number one fans as well because and in order to that like mental kind yeah. of thing because even when we uh, hit uh, milestones, whether if it's how you jump, you don't reward yourself. You just go, no. okay, what's my next one? Because I can do better, which yeah, goes yeah, back yeah. to critiquing. So we don't uh, allow yourself. Yeah. We don't allow no, I created, our, we, I created rewards at certain milestones. Like for me, it was like, oh, when I was going through the weight loss, I'm like 30% body fat. I'm getting the fat croissant. Like there are these fat croissants that I was craving. Oh. So like, I just, it doesn't matter what the milestone is. Just like something that feels like um, symbolic. Yeah. You know, that I've just hit a certain milestone. But then things like the jumps. Yeah, like I, I really, I'm like, you know what? That was dope. I might have something extra today or a lead extra. But for me, I don't, I, because I like, I'm a foodie. I love to eat. Yeah. I enjoy good food. So I just relate every milestone to like, food. I'm going to have that. Huh. I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm just going to have a burger tonight. Or I'm just gonna that's have how we food. got him to start fitness again. It was called the Nando's run. <laughs> it was the Nando's run. Maybe, yeah. that's why, maybe that's why now I associate all milestones with food. As long as, as long as it gets everyone, to work done, bro. Everyone has fan. a thing, right? Yeah. Like everyone has a thing. Um, like I remember one of the girls, she's like, I want to do this and then I'm going to like travel. Like she just wants to give herself that time after she's worked hard to just go and, and yeah. enjoy life, basically. And I, it's interesting how you say food. Yeah, no, like, mine's like, food yeah. is your thing. Yeah. I eat regardless, so I don't yeah. know. Like, and for me, and it's, and it's not like it's I bad. Have, <laughs> no, no, no. Because here's the thing. My relationship with junk food is, it's a fun one. Like, it's about yeah. fun. I don't, like, for me, junk food is a, it's always a reminiscent of, like, younger times. I don't like the know? word junk food. Like, it's I mean, the same, uh, but I, I agree. Like, yeah. I always... The reason why I say that is because like now when I have a child, 
I don't you can't want use her. That term. No, I, yeah, I, yeah. I always tell her there is fun food, and you're yeah. allowed to like fun food. Be fun food is the way to go. About yeah, it. Like, yeah. Saying junk food is like you're telling her, like you can't expect someone to eat healthy for their entire life. Like, no, no. Way. Healthy is so subjective. Like if yeah. you come to think about it, what is healthy? What are you growing the Manaish. food in your? Like what is healthy food? Like all of our fruits are, are like pumped with so much chemicals and yeah. like if we come to it's think about it. It's super subjective. Yeah, but you, know, you also need to be selective. Yani. It's not it's not just about eating healthy, but it's like no it, but why it's they call balance. it junk, it's because like the whole Lenny. Yani, if you have a burger from McDonald's, that's Bro. a shot in your cholesterol. From the, yes, it's yeah, not just, but if you tell people continuously that they, yeah. and I'm telling you from experience, even from the people that I coach, you can't tell them that their whole life they need to think that this is junk food because they will continuously punish themselves. And when they punish themselves, they feel guilty. And when they get, feel guilty, they binge eat. Because it's like a it's, very it's a vicious cycle. cycle. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, a fun yeah. food is a burger you make at home. It's still a burger. It's still it's still a cheat meal. Yeah. It's still fun. It but but junk even is if like someone ate a burger from McDonald's, so no, much. By the way, okay, I'm not saying don't do it every day. Yeah, don't do it every day. But <laughs> how do you make sure the person doesn't do it every day? By giving them that leeway of like, okay, you messed up. but Not even messed up. You ate something. Halas, next day, eat better. Like... I think this punishment. Yeah, it shouldn't well, be a punishment. It shouldn't it should be, be a punishment. It shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't feel like you're, like, you're a bad person because you ate a yeah. burger from McDonald's. Like, <laughs> I don't but know. I think, and the reason why for me, it's all, uh, I was saying like it's always going to be super subjective to people. Yeah. Um, I think the terminology correct. Maybe we should call it fun food as opposed to junk. I agree with that. But the reason why it's fun subjective food. to people is because what they're dealing with. Like, yeah, I am very prone to high blood pressure and high cholesterol and, at any point. And I as think opposed people to need transplant. to know exactly. Right? So that is a very specific case. So the way a burger, whether at home or anywhere else, or a whole you know bowl of fries is going to impact you differently than it will impact myself. Right? So that's how I account for it. Because I know, okay, yo, my results have been great for the past three months. And every, few, every three months I get tested, right? I got to keep an eye on yeah. things. So I have to make sure... That in itself, You're following my, the yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, as much as yes, there's an external gratification of vanity. Internally, are my organs going to handle it? Yeah. yeah, you know, are my kidneys doing well? Is my heart and my lungs and different parts of my body doing well? Yeah, right. Am I drinking enough? So, if it ticks all these boxes, yo, we're gonna celebrate tonight. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's it's the we same thing. We gonna eat You know, so that, that that's how I look at it with my like. With it's very interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts about food? Look, and like your relationship. Michelle, with do you food? have a podcast? You're good I at this. do. <laughs> you should follow Leap on hey, all yes. the podcast platforms, and I'll be discussing this more in detail. Okay, <laughs> thank you for the shout out. But yeah, I don't know. I food is very tricky for yeah. me personally. Like, I am very careful about how I talk about food when it comes to my clients, when it comes yeah. to my kids, because it's we've labeled things good or bad and there's a lot in the gray. And I feel like we don't give enough gray area for fitness, for health, for... No one is black or white. Nobody. No. Nobody in this world is black or white. There's always going to be a gray area and I think we need to allow the gray area to exist for people to feel like they can be fit Yeah. and yeah. without giving up, I think. like I agree. Basically, this is like my mindset when it comes to these things. The second I... Like you have someone, I had a bad day. And then one bad day becomes 10 bad days because she feels bad and she… Mm. Yeah. So once, like, well, it's the spiral of shame and guilt. Once shame and guilt enters the equation, you're sliding downhill and you're sliding fast. fast. Like Very you fast. don't have breaks, you are going downhill. So I think removing the equation of shame and guilt, and that's something that um, my trainer Ola did 1, work 000. with me to say. He's like, look… You, one meal will not change you. Ten meals will change you. So if you had one meal, it's okay. He's like, that was yesterday. Forgive yourself. We're moving. And we, yeah. it's, it's a very blunt but like that's approach. That's the spiral that you go into. So you start with, I, you get back home. I had a bad day. You know what? I'm gonna reward myself with a with a fun food meal, no, cheat meal, whatever. It's, it's not and reward. And then you, eat it, you wake like, up the next morning. You don't wake up early because you're like, I had, I will, I had such a heavy meal to me yesterday. 
I'm going to sleep in a bit. And then you're going to wake up like, okay, I slept in. I wasted time. I had junk food. I feel overweight. So it's a spiral of just negativity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it's, it's shame. It's like I had a bad meal yesterday. Ugh, what's the point of eating healthy today? Like this mindset is the worst. Or or, or the mindset of like, yeah, one more day, what's it going to do? What's Kharbana Kharbana in English, Eri? You know what? It's just Brook. Disaster, disaster. Broke, broke. It's a broke, broke mindset. Should we coin that? The broke, broke mindset. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, the founders are Reem and Kelly from the Takashi. Broke, broke. Alrighty. So, how about that, Kelly? Do, uh, actually, Reem, do we have a Shatafri report? No, I said no. Where is the Shatafri report? <laughs> I said, I've, been, I've been in the… I've I know it's been, Ramadan, but Ramadan doesn't use the bathroom in Ramadan. I stopped Specifically, using Specifically, Ramadan is when people need Shatafri reports <laughs> to know where they can and cannot go. <laughs> I just… I haven't been out in the public. I've been working and I've been chilling. So, uh, I will be back next week with a Shatafri report. But, on that note… That's it. There's no, there's no notes. <laughs> I've been drowning so in shatafs. That's so awkward without the shatafs. What do you mean? So it's so awkward. Okay, where is your shatafs report? It's not my, uh, uh, it's, it's not the, part of my story. No, it's called support. It's called support. This is like, don't worry. I do not use public toilets. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I can't wait until we get some. I'm going to document every time I can't wait watching the public toilet. Number one or number two? It's always number one. It's always number one? It's always number one. It's strange. Anyways, well, yeah, with that, on that, on that note, note, we don't have a report, but we will see you next week. I'm proud. We are proud of you. We love you. We're happy that you're a part of the family. I appreciate you. You are more than welcome to always come and celebrate all your achievements because we know there's much more to come. Inshallah. Inshallah. And we can't wait to see you next year. Yeah, yeah. Next year, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. The next award, the no next pressure. prize, the next golden medal will be here Smenab. for all of it. <laughs> On Tareem, more fibers so we can use more public bathrooms so we can get shut off reports. <laughs> I Amen. got you. Don't worry. OT, stay fit and beautiful. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share it with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.